0: September 3rd, 2015, and the rosters are finalized. I'm Colin Detmar.
1: And I'm Emily. And this is Bottle Crow, a Dota 2 podcast.
0: And we have an exciting one for you guys this week.
1: If you love rosters. If you love
0: rosters. it
1: Otherwise, mixed. It's like drafting <laughs> players. Man.
0: <laughs> I just re- realized that there are sports that do that, and it's really cool. Ugh. <laughs> uh.
1: Some of them you even get to watch pretend drafts on television.
0: That's a little sad, but... Man. So, have you seen the roster?
1: I have glanced at all of the rosters and retained no information from any roster.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to send you... This is great radio right now. I'm sending you a link to the roster that I am looking at with all the the teams. Um, But off the top of your head name the three teams that you think are the big winners of this roster shuffle. Like well okay, let's say three teams that you think like seem the strongest and then just however many teams you want to talk about that you just think are interesting.
1: Um well I got to say the the roster I'm looking at now looks totally out of date, so I may have gotten a weird link from you. Um I don't think so. Speaking of great radio, what am I even looking at then? I'm looking at... Uh, the one I... Oh, no, I got totally confused. Okay. Never mind, I was like, wait, but Secret lost that guy. Yes, and you're looking at a different team, friend. Uh Aha. Good radio. (laughs) Anyway. Let's see. Um, wow, you know, I really... I'd rather talk about big surprises, I guess. Let's do that, then. Uh... Because my favorite is, I feel like, The Big Losers, which is Team Secret. What is going on? So, okay. We've got poor sportsmanship, we've got cheating, and some other dudes.
0: Pilei Die is a saint. I won't hear of it. Alright. Um, <laughs> and Puppy is Puppy.
1: Puppy is Puppy.
0: The other three members, as we slightly referenced are eternal envy position one Weeha position two and misery position three um misery's not a bad player in fact he can be quite good i feel like he's at a place in his career where he's sort of professionally on tilt that's
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's the sense that i get is that he is second guessing himself he's in a bit of a a slump and if he works his way out of it, he will once again be a killer offlaner. But right now, I don't know that he's the guy. Eternal Envy, I'm really going to be interested to see how he does under Puppy's leadership. Hmm. Um, we talk a lot about that guy on this podcast.
1: I've got kind of a thing. I think a lot
0: of Dota players have a bit of a thing about Eternal Envy, and I don't mean that they've got the hots for him, though some of them probably do. <laughs>
1: Uh, I guess it's possible. Jackie Mao
0: is a good name.
1: It, it yeah, rolls off the tongue, and he's Canadian. Uh-huh. I I vaguely support Canadian Dota.
0: <sighs> but I mean, I think we'll both agree that the biggest problem here is WeHa. Yeah, that
1: was that was that was a bigger surprise than EE e. for me.
0: Yeah, I mean EE. E be on that team it makes me think like okay so puppy like puppy thinks that this guy's got talent if he's in the right hands right he's gonna make big plays right right and it's like okay i trust puppy like i don't know if i trust puppy to be like okay all my money on secret but i trust puppy to be like i don't think he's making this up i don't know if it'll work out the mm-hmm. way he thinks it does but he's a smart guy and he's a talented strategist and this will be interesting we is a cheater. Yeah. I am not going to, like, I'm not saying, like, across the board I will never support Secret. But it is always going to be a pretty big challenge for me to support anyone who is cheater. You know, has a, has a history of cheating. And, like, not accidental cheating. You know? Like, it's not like there was, right. like, oh, whoops. I accidentally created a lobby, turned on cheats, and then started giving myself gold during a match.
1: I'm such a Butterfingers. It's like,
0: oh, fuck you. In addition to that, like, okay, I'm going to be a little bit flippant. I'm going to sell him a little short because that's my style. But I want to, not everyone knows my style. Not everyone is as intimately familiar with me as you are. We've known each other for a long time.
1: Pretty long time, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Weehaw is a Meepo player. He's the he's like an Admiral Bulldog, right? Admiral Bulldog. Mm. If you give that man Nature's Prophet, he will destroy you. There was a game today of Alliance versus uh, Ninjas the Pajamas or NIP, and in both games, they gave Admiral Bulldog his uh, his Nature's Prophet because they were convinced they could counter it. They could not counter it. They got demolished.
1: Oops.
0: And. Weehaw would be like that for Meepo, but just ban Meepo, and then he's just a sort of kind of lame carry. He's just kind of a weak player. I don't think... What does his stable look like? Does he have anybody close to his Meepo? I mean, I haven't watched a lot of his play, but what I've seen is just sort of, he just plays what's in the meta, and he doesn't stand out, you know? His Meepo Mm -hmm. is really good. His Meepo is really good. I think Big Daddy's is probably better, but... Mm. Which, actually... Since I mentioned that, Team Monkey Business, No Tail.
1: I really thought it was Monkey Buns, based on their abbreviation. We'll,
0: we'll, what would the Z be, then?
1: Monkey Buns. No. It's a silency. Have you never had a silency? Monkey Buns.
0: Have I never? Okay, we're going to move on, because I don't even know how to address <laughs> that one. But uh, No Tail is actually going to be playing Position 2 on Monkey Business. Which I find really exciting. And I think also that's like, in the world of Dota, that's a really clear narrative, right? Like, he went, he was with Cloud9, he went to the International Five, that video that they showed of him, like the interviews, you know, like they had those sort of like player interviews and with their parents and stuff. And the Mm -hmm. big line from that one is I won't settle for anything. Like, I know that I can win and I'm not sitting, like, I don't remember exactly how he phrased it like he wasn't mean about it but he's like if I come away from this with anything but victory then I screwed up and I need to rethink some things
1: I really wonder where the history because of course no Tail is known for being an astonishing support player, just amazingly good, and it's sad for me to see people leave that behind since I I like to play support. But I wonder whether he's gotten some version of the advice you get for getting out of the trenches, you can't play support. Mm-hmm. Like okay, now for getting out of the pro trenches, you got to carry. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's an interesting thought. Um cuz yeah, like it is interesting to see like the position 5 on that team Monkey Business is uh is fly. And fly is a guy who He's he's kind of in the trenches of, of professional supporting, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um Miracle is a great player, Moon Meander is a great player. I don't know crit very well, but that is a surprisingly good team. Um and I feel like the teams that I walk away thinking are the strongest. Um Alliance, they got S four back, but the band yeah. is back together. That's that's a pretty
1: Stern band. Yeah.
0: Um, EG, of course, yeah. they, uh, like, I don't, I hate saying it, but strategically, losing Aoi to get Arteezy and shuffle things around, that's an incredibly strong lineup. And last, I would say Vichy. Huh. Vichy, it looked like they were going to lose Ice 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 for a while because... Basically, the word going around is that Ice 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 was getting ready to join uh, Secret. And I don't remember, there was someone, there was another Chinese player that was going to join Secret, and Ice 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 was going to join if they did. And that whole thing fell apart, so he went back to Vici. I guess he never actually quit. He was just, that was just the word on the street. And instead of how they have Burning, you know, the. Maybe he gets more credit than he deserves. I would certainly be willing to hear that argument. But his reputation is the single greatest Chinese carry player.
1: I can't help but be distracted by seeing on this chart that on another Chinese team is a player called Ice Ice, and now I'm looking for someone who's just named Ice. There is a player so. who is
0: just named Ice. He is not on one of these teams.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. No, that's a whole that's a whole thing. Um, and the other interesting move, I think, is that Fnatic picked up Black. And Fnatic is a... God, I'm going to get this wrong, aren't I? It's a Malaysian team. It has some Chinese players. But, like, I mean, it's got Mushi. It's got Ohio. It's got Chrissy. It's got these serious players I don't know net very well. It's got, you know, the like the guy who's been casting... Like, guy who casted on the analyst table at TI5 Winter as a sub-player. Mm-hmm. Like... These lineups are all really... Interesting, and I think those three that I named, uh, Vici, uh, Alliance, and EG, are mm-hmm. the ones that stand out to me as really strong. And everyone else feels pretty, I don't want to say even, but like there's a lot of, I'm really curious to see how it shakes out. I'm really curious to see how the teams come together because there's just a lot of unknowns and a lot of just really exciting stuff.
1: Well, I feel like you left out one of the most exciting changes which is that Na'Vi has made yet another change that will not leave them anywhere positive.
0: I think it's too early to make that call. But it is true that Artstyle is gone and now PSM is their captain. Uh, they kept Soneko, they kept that kept Dendy that kept Hovost.
1: I've mentioned before that I'm a fan of a baseball team that's sort of just perpetual heartbreakers, and I've now just effortlessly slotted Navi into that that space in my head. It's like, oh, yeah, how exciting. You are going to break my heart. Like, oh, that could be really great. Except instead, you're going to break my heart. So... Good luck, you guys. I mean, what
0: would you do to fix Navi?
1: <laughs> kidnap puppy. Really, kidnap puppy.
0: Okay, like, that is, the, that is the popular answer. And I'm not sure I disagree, but to play devil's advocate, he left Navi not just because he wanted to be a rock star. There were some fights happening.
1: I can believe it, and I think honestly anybody team leader over Havost is gonna have some fights mm-hmm. um but I think you need a captain on that team who has a whip and a chair <laughs> and can can get it done yeah and uh I, I've only seen one person do that successfully and he is now uh, choosing to work with eternal envy so I don't know
0: I don't know I'm losing heart so instead of a whip and a chair more like a, a body pillow
1: I was thinking, actually, a spray bottle of water like you use for naughty cats.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, okay, that works. I mean, I, th- I think, I think you know, I was going to say you get more flies with honey than vinegar, but that's actually scientifically untrue. Um, so, vinegar it Although is.
1: Although if you want to squirt him with vinegar, <laughs> sure, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know, I think, like, as exciting as this kind of was, I I worry that like okay so if you look at sort of trends across regions right
1: mm-hmm.
0: Europe exploded America exploded mm-hmm. I don't know where CIS is I guess that's Russia but Russia stayed kind of stableish but they also didn't perform super well um, China really didn't shuffle up that much. China stayed pretty solid and I wonder if like well first off I wonder if China is going to start is going to win the major overall because like I mean one they have really strong teams um, mm-hmm. and two they have teams that have gotten to know each other like at the International 5 after Na'Vi got eliminated Dendi was just sort of you know walking around the grounds as you do and he got pulled over for an interview by one of the many, you know, Dota reporting sites. Mm-hmm. And they asked him, like, you know, there are all these rumors going around about, you know, like, oh, the shuffle-ups and who's going to get kicked from where. And it's like, do you have any thoughts on that? And he's like, well, I can't comment on any specifics. I mean, he was he used less stiff language than this because he's dendy and he's a fucking charmer. But um, <laughs> he's like... So he did it all in um, punch quotes. <laughs> he's like, well, I can't talk to any specifics, but... I feel like a lot of teams see a problem and they say, oh, okay, we just have to, we have, to, we have to get rid of the problem. We have to kick everything out of here. And he says, I feel like that's an immature response and you need to work out the problem. And that seems like what China's doing is that their teams are like, okay, we've got problems. And of course, there are some people being shuffled around, but a lot of them are like, no, we need to work out the problems. We don't just run away from them.
1: I really hope that's successful because it's a strategy I love, at least in theory. Mm-hmm. And also it just... Greater team stability.
0: And it makes these teams have identities, right? Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Vichy has had... I'm going to say this and I'm getting it called out as wrong by somebody. And that's going to be sad for me. But I think they've had Super, Ice, 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 FY, and Fenrir for several years now.
1: Hmm.
0: And it's like, I mean, you know what that team is now like their position one has changed some but like Ice 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 is the best offlaner in the business, FY is probably the best Rubik in the business Super is a solid midlaner, FY and Fenrir have this amazing partnership where they're a support duo that just pulls off crazy things and I think like you get a picture of what that team is and even with a terrible name like Vici Gaming boy that's a bad name
1: no, they conquered gaming. It's great. No, it's not great. Sorry.
0: But, like, <laughs> you know what these these teams are, you know? They have identities. You know what, mm-hmm. like, again, we've talked about how much we hate CDEC deck or C-D-E-C. Mm-hmm. But that lineup didn't change one iota, and we know what those guys are. Yeah. That is smoke-heavy rotation ganking Dota.
1: Good luck, you guys.
0: So... Yeah, I don't know, I don't, like, this has been a fun, like, reshuffle and, like, checking, you know, the Dota 2 Reddit every couple, like, every couple of, if I'm being honest, several times a day, just being like, oh man, what's (laughs) happened now, who's gotten kicked out of where, and blah blah, and that's been really fun in a way, but it's been kind of exhausting, too.
1: Well, I wonder, I wonder whether some teams see that stability or that sense of character as a weakness, which would be a bummer. Um, but to say, if you say, oh, yeah, they're going to use a lot of smoke, there's going to be a lot of rotation, they're going to be trying to gank all the time, it's like, oh, okay, well, then we know that, and we have an advantage going in. Mm. I, I hope that's not the case. Um, but it would be a reason that would explain just the incredible shuffling around. Like, I have no idea what this team likes to do. They don't even know each other very well. Obviously, and when I say this, I'm
0: not arguing with you. I'm sort of arguing with a theoretical them. Mm -hmm. The longer you've been with someone, the more you can develop strategies for that someone. Like, I mean, the reason these teams feel kind of one-note is because they keep reshuffling. Like, you have this this team together for a couple of months, and it's like, okay, they play this kind of Dota. And, like, tell me what kind of Dota EG plays, Emily.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Successful. (laughs) Yes.
0: And it's like, okay, so, like, what, are they a team fight? Are they evasive? Do they push... Do they do a lot of smoke ganks? Do they do a lot of death balling? It's Mm -hmm. like, yes. Yeah, they do all of those. Because they have, for the most part, been together long enough and formulated enough strategies. And they have a killer tactician. And so they've sort of built on this so that there's definitely an EG style. But the EG style is not just like, oh, so you draft this to beat mm-hmm. EG style. Well, and
1: it's certainly been my working assumption that that was one of Secret's problems. I mean, they said flat out for the Dota Asia Championships, like, oh yeah, we, we don't really have a lot of Secret strategies, we just haven't worked together long enough. Like, that, you know, that is certainly a weakness of constantly changing your roster.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it, it does, you know, it shows, like, I think at TI5, one of the most picked heroes was Shadow Fiend. And one of the least successful heroes was Shadow Fiend. And it was people being like, oh, we practiced with Shadow Fiend. This is what we've got. We can't really mix things up now, you know? We didn't practice with anything else. We don't don't have the support systems in place to suddenly develop a new strategy or be like, oh, remember that strategy we used back in 6.83? Because we didn't exist back in 6.83. So, I think you're right, and I think these teams, if that is their logic, I think they are underestimating the power of having history with people.
1: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: So, well, the other big bit of news from this week with regards to Dota is that uh, Dota 2 Reborn is finally going to be the, the main dota client pretty soon they said uh, several weeks is what they've said and that's pretty exciting it's really pretty it runs really well all the extra content extra features and better ui are all fantastic and they're going to keep working on it um but i don't it doesn't feel ready to me and not like it doesn't feel like when you have a game that's... Okay, let me start over. If this was a new game, if this was like, this is just some new MOBA, right? And this is, has been the beta, and they said, okay, we're going live. With the current state of Dota 2 Reborn, fine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Go live. But the challenge before them, making Source 2 work for Dota 2, is so much greater Because it's not just create this game that works like this. It's create this game that works like this and feels the same for all these computers as the old one did. And making a game that works, that runs better, and yet feels like the worst running version so that people aren't thrown Mm -hmm. off is a really bizarre technical challenge.
1: How do you think they're doing? You've played more games in Reborn than I have.
0: Mostly I've, I've, I mean, like... I've seen more people, like, more people having issues than me. Like, my hardware, I don't know how they're, they're doing it, but, you know, like, it's a PC. Everyone has different, you know, pieces in their computers. And the pieces in my computer seem to play pretty nice with Dota 2 Reborn. Mm. I've had played with people and against people where that was clearly not the case. There are bugs going around where people find it impossible to target spells properly. There are bugs going around where people can't right-click there are and then there's little things, right? Like uh, Templar Assassin. Right now, one of her equipment slots is missing on Dota 2 Reborn. It's just not there. And, you know, they'll fix that. That's not a huge deal. But it's just sort of like, well, this is clearly not really done. And that's like that's not like a tiny little like oh, if you zoom in you can tell that Zeus's gloves are misaligned. It's like, that's a fairly obvious thing.
1: Yeah, that seems like a significant problem sure
0: and it just makes me wonder like they've been working pretty fast on dota 2 reborn they've been iterating pretty quickly but there's just so much to fix that i wonder like that i at least would be nervous being like okay we're gonna have it done by this time especially if you're valve because you don't have a history of being correct you do have a history of being mocked incessantly for being wrong.
1: Yeah, it seems like consistent deadline meeting is maybe not the very best thing that Valve does.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't know, like... If you have a game coming out, there's pressure to say, this is the deadline. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I didn't feel like there was pressure for them to say that, or at least not very much. Like, it caught me really off guard, them saying, like, okay here comes Dota 2 reborn. I was like, "Well, really?"
1: It's been sooner than I expected also.
0: So, and I don't know, maybe they've got a, maybe they've got a huge patch like the popular theory going around is that the next big content patch will be 7.00 and maybe that will be the reborn patch, right?
1: Mhm.
0: And maybe Morana's face will be fixed.
1: <laughs> uh, that's pretty optimistic.
0: I just like I don't this is such a stupid little thing, but they're like their official Dota 2 reborn art is Marana drawing an arrow on her bow, pulling the, the bowstring back, and you can see her face and it looks like a a reasonably decent looking lady, right? Mm-hmm. It does not look at all like the model they have in the game. And it seems like a really weird choice to highlight the fact that one of your models looks like crap.
1: Yeah, they're going to do a second piece of preview art and it'll be Jakiro. <laughs> wow, he looks amazing.
0: Oh, man. I can't wait to see him in game. Oh, nope, nope. Still looks like he's...
1: They just tape two dragons together.
0: <laughs> and then dip them in oil. Uh, mm. So speaking of dragons, sister. Dragon Knight Aganims
1: that's right we came up with a plan two plans okay. one plan per person
0: yes so we do our, our regular feature agonyms of the week um we have not quite done it every week but we've tried to um and yeah as as you can probably infer this week we're doing davian the dragon knight and both of our idea, ideas are
1: revolutionary
0: i'll say in depth i'll let you go first with yours
1: <sighs> well mine I think sums up actually pretty quickly um, I should I should tell our listening audience that my initial threat to Colin was I got this one like you say ags I say two dragons bam uh, I was convinced that this is not a good idea I understand that this is not a good idea but reach down deep inside two dragons um, I want to point working... out that
0: we spent like 45 minutes of me trying to talk her down from the ledge
1: Two dragons. How do you? Anyway, two dragons. Um, but being talked down from that still left me with uh two two. What am I looking for? Two mortal shells. Um, I like. I tried to take sort of a lore jumping off place, and uh, I liked the idea that the dragon knight, the actual knight, not the dragony bit. Um, is able to resist sort of having been taken over by the dragon for a little while Um, so you get actually dragon form and knight form simultaneously Um, let's see I'm trying to remember I believe they both got pulled to the knight unless the knight gets killed when the timer ends Um, and the fun part I thought was that the the knight is continuously taking damage, like he's just having his health drained right out. But he also gets some significant life steal, which gives him so an incentive to not just hide and be the fragile half, because if one dies, both have to die. Um, and the health that's being drained from him is being fed right into the dragon form.
0: Yeah. So, the way we're sort of envisioning this is they're two separate units, obviously, and you move them around when it ends, um, assuming, like, if either one of them dies, Dragon Knight is dead, but if you manage to time it out, the dragon, wherever it is, disappears, and the Dragon Knight is back to normal. Um, but, yeah, like, we're, we've, we've sort of come up with a, a couple of possible scenarios of, like, you know, the dragon pushing or the the dragon team fighting while the like the the knight like quietly split pushes to make sure he's getting enough lifesteal to keep alive and also keep the dragon alive or mm-hmm. things like that. You could also of course have them both in the same fight, but that's pretty dangerous. Um Yeah, I um I know we spent a lot of time talking that one out because it's Because two dragons. It's really hard to work with an idea that adds more units like that without changing the hero's identity on a really basic level, I feel like. And I think this is a really dramatic Agonims upgrade. I feel like this is one of the biggest changes to a hero based on an Agonyms, but I don't think it's too strong. Mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting. think it it is an like not just works with the lore but it's also kind of an expansion of the lore in interesting ways and i think people would get the hang of it like i think in practice you wouldn't be completely overwhelmed
1: yeah and there are i mean there are other eggs changes that are huge and interesting like i think wraith kings is a cool example of like oh whoa what like an entirely different thing that happens and is also awesome Mm mm-hmm
0: My Ag's idea also works with the idea of the Dragon Knight as opposed to just the dragon. Um, So as it stands, Dragon Knight is clearly far more powerful when he's in dragon form. And I find this, like... I find that a little weird because before he was... You know, absorbed the soul of Slyrak and however that worked he killed dragons for a living and it seems weird that he'd be as weak as he is generally yeah. speaking and so my thinking is, is also sort of a different direction of taking the lore your idea is that Slyrak has, is sort of in control and the knight is subservient to him and can break out for brief periods as I understand it, anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. For parties.
0: Um, and my idea is more that... I don't know whether it's a... a like a... a like a, a hostile relationship or anything. But the knight is generally dormant. And when you see the dragon knight running around normally... It is a knight attempting to control a human's body. And he's not quite as good at it as an actual human is. Mm. And so my idea is that if you use your dragon form and it runs out without you dying like if you die while well in dragon form you're not going to get this bonus but if it runs out and you're still alive when you go back to being the knight you are actually the knight not the dragon controlling the knight hmm. um and the effect this takes is that you um I think I would give you a, stri- a slight buff to your strength stat um and also I give you a new ability um Now, before I get into the new ability, I I envision this like the Dragon Knight fights with a sword and shield. And I envision him swapping it for a spear or more more accurately a lance. Um, It's possible that the way the game is set up, that wouldn't work mechanically. I wish it would. We'll see, though. Um, Mm -hmm. But the more important thing is that he gets an ability akin to a Dragoon's Jump from Final Fantasy, where essentially he has a ranged AOE spell with actually a quite a, like a fair bit of range, um, and he can, you know, he can fire it into Fog of War. The AOE is about the size of Gyrocopter's Call Down. Hmm. When he casts it, he leaps into the sky and he's gone for a couple of seconds, and then after that time is up, he crashes down on the target area, doing an AOE damage and stun. And that then he is there. So it is also a sort of teleport. Um, and the thinking is that, like, people would want, like, there are a couple of things. One, like, people tend to assume that when the Dragon Knight no longer has access to his dragon form, he's, like, weak, right? He's, like, two-thirds of a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and this would enable you, enable you to capitalize on those misconceptions, right? Like, it's like, oh, no, I'm <laughs> I'm not down at all. I just work a little differently now. And you come crashing back in when if yeah. they chase Do you know how many fire. dragons I killed? Or maybe you run out of, you know, power of dragon form and someone's getting away. And you're like, oh, no, you're not. And you jump down in front of them and smash their face in. Um, so how
1: many times do you imagine they'd get to do this? Like, once per dragon form or as often as they like on a cooldown?
0: Or... I'd probably give it a cooldown, um... The cooldown of Dragon Form itself is uh, it's uh, 115 seconds with a 60 second duration, so that's 55 seconds without it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like maybe you'd have to make it a 30 second cooldown, hmm. so that like you can use it twice in that time. I think that's. And oh, then you fair. lose it
1: once Dragon Form comes off cooldown.
0: Right. It's only right. available in Night Form if you've used dragon form in that life (sighs) okay so those are our eggs ideas um there is a note on our bottle crow 12 episode notes here that says who has the best pants and i don't know what that's about
1: maybe silencer i think silencer has good pants
0: is this a transition you are attempting
1: (laughs) No, I just, uh, you know, things we might possibly discuss in the episode. Which hero has the best pants? I didn't know whether it would come up for sure, but it seemed worth just throwing everything into that mixing pot.
0: Hmm. I mean, Axe has really bad pants.
1: Axe has bad pants. Uh, Lifestealer has really bad pants.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not sure Nightstalker has pants.
0: I'm pretty sure he does.
1: Well, then, bad pants. They did not make an impression.
0: hmm well, is that a good thing, though? Because he's kind of got this whole Night Stalker thing going on. Like, he's wearing pants to keep himself decent. But the pants... I think the, the job of pants on Night Stalker is not to distract from what he's about.
1: Then you could call them effective pants, but I don't think you could call them the best pants.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. And TA is automatically disqualified because... No.
1: <sighs> yeah, I guess we have to define pants. Almost every lady in Dota is fired from competition on best pants. Windranger's pants, don't do the, don't they do that weird stirrup pant thing? Yeah, they do. Not the best pants. Maybe the most 80s pants.
0: <laughs> hmm. Invoker's got good pants. Invoker's kind Does of, he ask- he's kind of, like, as I recall, he's kind of got, like, purple slacks.
1: Hmm. They're kind of classy. Hang on while I Google Invoker pants.
0: <laughs> Why are we doing this right now? <laughs>
1: uh, so that you have something to cut from the episode. Okay Alright, what do Invoker's pants look like? Uh, yeah, it looks like just sort of purpley black, maybe reddish black pants Like tights, maybe?
0: What about Sven's pants? He's just got fucking armor
1: That's pretty butch
0: It is pretty butch Uh,
1: doesn't Lycan have good pants?
0: Oh yeah, he does, you're right
1: Meepo does not have the best pants
0: i'm gonna to have to stop us now this is absurd why are we doing this
1: don't google like in pants you need to put something about dota in there oh, oh.
0: god tamale <laughs> stop
1: please i made a bad mistake and i'm trying to save other people
0: i appreciate it let's move on deal <laughs> lore of the week i guess Ugh. all right week. so this week it's spider week
1: woo
0: so our two favorite spiders in dota who are of course broodmother and weaver um we're gonna start with broodmother because her lore is just i like its elegance so her her name apparently she has a name she's black arachnia the broodmother um just unimaginative but whatever um, and her deal is that she, basically, she has had a lair underneath a, uh, a volcano for centuries, and she's just raising countless, you know, spiderling children and sending them out to live in the world, right? She's just, yeah. she's, she's a professional Nutri- mom. And, um, this came to be public knowledge that this, this volcano was occupied by murderous spiders, and a, uh, a noble who had a lot of treasures was like, I've got an idea. I will build a, uh, a sort of my treasury on this volcano so that anyone who comes to rob it will have to deal with the spiders.
1: Welcome to Spider Island.
0: And um, he was successful. A lot of people came to steal the riches and the spiders kept killing them. And finally Broodmother like, came to him and was like, hey, knock it off. And um the phrasing of this is interesting because it's not clear if the noble was like no or if the noble was just too freaked out to talk to a spider. But in any case, she killed him and um was like, Okay, that's taken care of. People will leave me alone, right? Sure. It turns out people are like, Oh great, now he's dead, it should be even easier to get the treasure and more people uh... came. So finally she just she has reached the end of her rope, right? And she says, this
1: sounds like an Ian Livingston book, if you don't mind my saying.
0: She says, okay, I am sick of this shit. I am going to go up to the, the surface world, and I am going to kill every single hero so they will stop bothering my kids. Yeah, that's legit. I thought it was good. For a giant spider, that's a pretty good story.
1: Yeah. No, I, I actually just meant that her goals were legit, but also the lore. Yes, good lore.
0: Now, Weaver... Do you want to guess what Weaver's name is? Ah, You're actually pretty close.
1: Oh man!
0: Skitsker. Whoosh. Yeah, not great. Okay. Um, so Weaver is one of the Weavers, appropriately enough, who are basically a race of spidery things that weave <laughs> reality together. Um. And the job of building the universe has been done right it's been taken care of and now the weaver's jobs are to just take care of reality and make sure that the fabric of reality is maintained and kept safe and patched up where it needs to be and skitzker the weaver thought this was pretty boring right he felt that creative artist's urge to build something of his own so he started trying to weave his own reality and the the rest of the Weaver organization, however you want to call it, were not supportive of this plan, right?
1: Hard to imagine.
0: So they sort of they came, they broke up what he did, and they kicked him out of the Weavers and into the moral wor- world, and were like, you know, you're you're exiled. Like, think about what you've done. And he was ecstatic because he's like, okay, great, <laughs> I just get to build whatever I want now. Awesome.
1: It's a Weaver fiesta. Yeah.
0: And that is his story. They're both creepy spiders, and we love them both very much.
1: Alrighty. Cool. I have to imagine their powers of hiding come from the powers of every spider to hide in your house.
0: Well, that's Broodmother's power. Weaver's comes from the fact that since he's weaving reality, he can just sort of, like, duck out of reality for a few seconds.
1: Like, then how does he get attacked if you have detection?
0: Well, that's just him manipulating space, not time. His ult is manipulating both.
1: Hmm.
0: So he is manipulating space to... Yeah, actually that doesn't make any sense.
1: Not not especially sense.
0: Huh, see, I didn't
1: really think about it thank you for thank you for helping me stop and be like wait a second <laughs> although it does help me to understand the enraged cry of a weaver of my acquaintance i was Jade. it's like oh yeah how did you hit me i yeah, didn't actually that's exist a, that's a fair point
0: <laughs> maybe Sorry, see yeah. you always thought like we have talked about this before and you've always thought that he was just confused and enraged and didn't know how the detection <laughs> works but maybe he was just super familiar with the lore, and I was like, "Wait, maybe he
1: simply was Weaver." Maybe
0: this this doesn't make any sense. I didn't exist. Hmm. All right. Ah, uh, Dota lore. <laughs> I believe you have another. So last week was Strike One. What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: I'm glad you got to hear my genuine horror. This will this will be a fairly different edition of Fan Fiction Corner. Water, 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 water. I'm still working on some kind of a theme. But um
0: Dota? That's a good theme.
1: I mean like theme song or chant. Oh. Perhaps like a cheerleaders chant. Um this week I should start off title Dota High School by Dance of Wisps. I just um, want to
0: point out Well, not point out. I want to say that I find this title very promising.
1: Well, I have to warn you, it is not completed, and I only read the first 21 chapters.
0: Oh, man. Like, you really have not done your due diligence here, sister.
1: I feel bad. Um, Most of the chapters are sort of little vignettes of Dota High School, but I feel like it's going in a direction that makes me increasingly uncomfortable. So, I am unlikely to finish after this episode that said i mean the author is trying a lot of interesting things clearly has a lot of affection for the characters hates marana like there's some there's some good things going on here um does marana play hockey no she's in the archery club
0: does that involve getting your face slammed
1: in a door repeatedly it could (laughs) uh Ms Medusa coaches the archery club, so it's possible that she's not completely turned back from stone at some point. Who knows? Hmm. Um Yeah, um Drow Ranger and uh and uh Windrunner immediately make friends. none of them use those names, they all use their actual names, and I find it just unbelievably awkward throughout not least, because to have Invoker called Carl over and over is awkward (laughs) under any circumstances. Um, And then finding out, like, oh, who got Mordred pregnant? It was Magina! Like, everything here is getting pretty weird for me. I
0: don't know. I have to stop. Okay, so, Magina was Anti-Mage's name in Dota 1. He has not been given a name in Dota 2, and I think that's because Magina is a fucking bad name
1: it's such a bad name it's such a bad name
0: anyway please carry on
1: uh so i'm just you know um if you're looking if you're looking for a story about dota high school i can with no reservation recommend this one it goes on and on there are parties uh coddle teaches english class and doesn't pay a lot of attention uh, rubik subs in one day and it is extremely weird like it's it's an interesting interesting piece for sure um Marana accuses Drow Ranger of only being into archery because of the Hunger Games. That was a nice moment for me. Um, one of the weirder parts is in that English class taught by Coddle, Some of the kids play Dota on their computers. Um,
0: okay. I, I'm sure you'll get into it, but I have to start asking questions. Please do. Are the same heroes in Dota? is drow ranger like look wind ranger wind ranger i'm playing as
1: you and wind ranger's like well this is freaky no well yes and no they only play themselves okay um this is i should say this is only chapter three and in the following 17 chapters it never comes up again like i think this might have been a bigger overall plot development but instead it just sort of goes away um
0: there's so much potential there
1: yeah, well, and as I say, I, I don't believe the piece is completed. Like, there's certainly time to be in Mr. Ezalor's class again. Um, and in fact, it seems like she's working on some bigger plot here because uh, Drow Ranger starts surfing on the internet to find out what they're doing and finds a headline on a news site that says, Scientists have been researching on the radiation emitted by the radiant and dire orbs scattered all over the world, and recent studies suggest that this radiation causes changes in the human brain. Um oh
0: man are the is this is Dota High School what happened before the defense of the ancients
1: it seems very possible especially because at the point where i am now in chapter 20 um invoker has been courting lena and lena has said i will go out with you if you bring me a piece of that meteorite from the mad moon um so certainly I think bringing that into proximity with these high school students would result in, in Dota, probably?
0: So I guess the question I have at this point is, why do they make up all this lore when this is what really happened?
1: Yeah, lore of the week just becomes me reading a new selection from this fanfiction. Um, but yeah, it's it's very weird. Like, Lena sees what Carl picks. You idiot, Lena hissed. We're all squishy. Don't worry, girls, I'm pro at Invoker. Give me mid, Carl declared confidently, tossing his silky, shiny yellow hair. So all of them act as though it is theoretically possible that they could pick other characters, but they only pick themselves. I don't know, man. That's really weird. Yeah, and it really, like, I wish she would dig in on this a little more. Like, if in fact, if it turns out that she does, I would probably go back and keep reading, because it is very strange. <sighs>
0: All right, yeah. well, do you have any, any excerpts for us that you wish to read?
1: I do. Um, so, I, I'm i not, honestly, I'm not sure whether I want to read any other longer excerpts so much as hit plot points. Like, Dry Ranger has to be at the center of things, which ends up being sort of strange. Like, when Mordred pulls her aside for no reason to say, I'm pregnant and I don't know who the dad is. Like, oh, uh, have you talked to our counselor? Like, no, I just, I'm not comfortable talking to Mr. Dazzle. Like, this is all very weird. Why are
0: you talking to me?
1: (laughs) Why are you talking to me about this? Like, won't you have to talk about this secret? Like, that's not even the real secret. The real secret is that I killed someone. Like, what? Vengeful spirit. Like, okay. And it's really like, it's an elaborate, careful, loving attempt to weave together this lore that just becomes very strange. Um, so I will read you one selection that led to my sort of slowing down in interest. Um, which is when, uh, I am Miss Akasha, your new head of discipline. Um, (laughs) okay. The new head of discipline introduces to the school the long overdue and much needed practice of corporal punishment. And then she distributes some spankings. Um, what
0: does corporal punishment do?
1: man! If only, if only it was a person and not her making Riki take his pants off.
0: Yeah, um, that'd be all right.
1: Yeah. So it's very awkward. Riki gets spanked. Um, techies get spanked. They, yeah, they, um, they've been planting bombs in school. I know you'll be surprised to hear. So that was, that was less than ideal. But the thing that really stopped me was, was that um, Silencer is, is Drow Ranger's high, um, homeroom teacher. And his ex-girlfriend is Death Prophet, and Death Prophet starts to haunt her, and it all gets kind of complicated, and she needs emotional support from the Counselor Dazzle, and all of that, right? Fine, good. And then it becomes clear that, well... I should actually find how the author explains it in her introduction to this chapter. (sighs) Drow is one of Silencer's allies, according to his in-game responses, so it makes sense to ship them. To those who went, oh my god, pedophilia, please go and look up the meaning of the word. Like, oh no. (laughs) This is a 30-something with a teenager. Oh no. Oh no. So that has has pretty well stopped me from... um, Continuing. But it is it is it is a complicated and interesting piece of fanfiction. I can recommend it if you're not put off by uh teachers sexually exploiting their students. I mean Poor Queen of Pain.
0: <laughs> arguing with you about this seems a little pointless, but Axe and Tinker are allies. They have ally lines. Timbersaw and Treant Protector have ally lines. What are you talking about? I wouldn't about? rule
1: that out for the future.
0: I mean, like... Timbersaw has one with Nature's Prophet, which... Like, it's it's an ally line, but it consists of him saying, like, I don't think we're gonna get along. Like, ally lines don't really mean... it. It doesn't mean they're allies. It just means they're on the same team, and there is an interesting interaction between them.
1: True, although to be fair, she does genuinely seem concerned in creating plausible... Pairings between characters
0: then maybe it could be someone her age
1: well well hmm. I'm trying to think of who that could be I'm honestly stopping and going huh, she doesn't like Zeus she doesn't like Pudge Invoker's busy Dragon Knight is busy
0: uh, how are the techies? She... Uh,
1: the techies are only only treated as triplets I'm not sure she'd be comfortable dating all three of them still a better a better option than her teacher i think that's pretty clear
0: or ricky anyway
1: or ricky except ricky's a bad kid he skips a lot of school
0: wait drow drow is a good kid
1: yeah no she's a sweet young woman
0: okay i give up like everything else i was you know i was willing to put up with it but no drow's not a good kid drow's not a good kid anyway all right um well thank you everybody for joining us this week um More lore, more ags, more fanfics, and more nonsense next week. Um, I guess that's the one other feature we do have every week, which is just dumb conversations.
1: That's my specialty.
0: Thanks, everybody, for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time.
1: Thanks.